That the was best perfect part? timing. <laughs> okay, on my end, it did not look perfect. But the best part is that I was going to start counting in Spanish, and I was like, I'm going to let him count. And you fucking counted in <laughs> Kindred Spirits, man, every fucking time. My sister. This my sister, my sister, my me sister. So much joy. I'm glad. I'm glad there can be joy to be had these no days. No fucking kidding. It's really difficult. Exactly. All right. What are you drinking? What's in that fancy cup? Um, first, I want to say welcome to Breaking Cycles. Welcome. With? Friends and family. Probably yeah. just friends. And <laughs> soon to be family, right? Probably just friends. Um, soon to be family. Soon to be our community. I don't like that this picks up like every sound that I make. It so really does. Get set. Even like I can hear the mic moving. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's too good. Too okay. good. Hopefully you can still hear me. I'm gonna run over here for a second. Yeah, I can hear you. Um getting a little so, toasty upstairs. Uh as I said, welcome to Breaking Cycles. Someone told me that you guys should introduce yourself because no one knows who you are. And I was like, oh yeah, because every episode is new and someone can just be tuning in. Good <laughs> so if you point. <laughs> so if you have been whoever here. Whoever that was. <laughs> it was Stephanie. Thanks, if Stephanie. You have been, <laughs> if you have been here before, welcome back. And if you're joining for the first time, get comfy. Welcome to our community. And join us, me, Nathan, Nathaniel, and myself, Bianca B. Uh, on another episode of the show that I've already said three times now, Breaking Cycles. I'm trying to get it hit home that people understand this is called Breaking Cycles. And you your really hosts are Nathaniel and Bianca. <laughs> Nathan and B. Get that in your heads now because we're not saying it on the next episode, Stephanie. Mostly because we'll forget. Not we don't <laughs> yeah, want. really the only reason. But thank you for the tip. She actually told me after the first episode. So. <laughs> it only took you four episodes to tell me. Yep, my bad. <laughs> I, did we say it on uh, the first episode? We introduced ourselves on the first episode for sure. We did not introduce ourselves on the. So she told me after the end of the first episode because the first episode was cut up into two. Oh, she got it. To them separately. But still, the second episode was separate. Um, and I don't think we've introduced ourselves since the first episode. Probably not. We're just like, hey, us again. Duh. You know us, don't you? Doesn't everybody? <laughs> just by our voices, you know exactly who we are. Um, so on the show, we do a deep dive into what emotional, like the things that pretty much control our behaviors, like the unrecognized parts of us. Subconscious behaviors. Yeah. Our subconscious behaviors that are controlled by our emotions that we are like. So there's subconscious behaviors, and then there's something that even controls those subconscious behaviors, which is this is like Inception right now. All right. And I'm trying to get to that <laughs> dream within a dream within a dream. Okay. Hey, that movie is so dope. <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, we're just trying to understand all those hidden, hidden pieces inside of us that fucking control us, right? Like, yeah make us do all these crazy things and we don't even notice 
Yes. Anyway. Well, we are uh, here trying to break our cycles of bad behavior. (laughs) Um, We welcome you to join us and that grows. Mm -hmm. So thanks for being here. We're also trying to understand our good behaviors, right? We want to we want to exemplify our own good behaviors because oftentimes we don't recognize our good behaviors or how yeah. good they actually are, right? We yeah. some, I know that I will forget the good things that I can do when I'm so entrenched in all the negative stuff that I can be, right? And everyone has their negatives and positives, and it's important to recognize both. For sure, That's what I'm learning. Yes. Our podcast isn't just like a pity party or like you yeah. suck. So <laughs> most of We're it will trying. be a lot of like you suck or I hate myself, but like yes. a lot of there'll be some laughter along the way. Yes. A lot of it will be like I suck. Please <laughs> laugh with me because I suck so much and I need it. <laughs> uh so you asked me at the top of the show, what am I drinking? Part of our show. We I mean, I'm not an alcoholic or nothing, but, <laughs> but Sometimes. no, we do. Yeah. I think we've had a, I think there's been a couple of shows we haven't drank, but this today I'm drinking a, I made this up. It's a gin, uh, vermouth. And I said, I made this up. I just realized I didn't make this up. I, made up <laughs> I was waiting drink. for the recipe so I could be like, mm, did you though? <laughs> it's just gin, vermouth and seltzer water. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's not a made-up drink. That's just a regular gin drink. Amazing. Um, but I did make up something called a Ginny Weasley the other day. Okay. Tell me gin. more. It's gin, uh, soda water. You can use various flavors, but I used, uh, it was a pomegranate something. And then I put a little bit of Aperol in it, and it turned that little, that mm. Weasley tinge. You're not a Harry oh, Potter I like head. It. But I'm not. For the Harry Potter heads out there, they get it. They know what I'm talking about. Anyway, what are you sipping on? I know who the fuck Ron Weasley is, okay? <laughs> but I you don't know who Ginny Weasley. I said Ginny Weasley, oh. and that's what this is about. My girl, okay, bro. my bad, my bad. <laughs> I, I can't say they're all fucking redheads, okay? I know that much. Is that how you say they're all fucking redheads? They're all fucking redheads. <laughs> now we're gonna have to apologize to redheads. Oh my god. <laughs> But kidding. if they don't have souls, do they? Will they accept the apology? Or like... Is that what they say about redheads? They don't have souls. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like some shit that white people said to other white people that they didn't want to be white. Right? <laughs> like redheads came to the country, these these Irish motherfuckers, and white people were like, "No, you're not like us. Uh, you don't have souls. You don't have you souls. That's what don't it is. Have a soul. You're not. You're definitely not Caucasian." <laughs> Like what? You're the wrong kind of Caucasian. <laughs> oh, poor white people that used to get shit on by other white people. I almost feel bad for you. <laughs> oh, what a great start to this episode. Um, I'm drinking a Corona. I also made this up. There's some hot sauce, some salt, and some lime in it. Made that up today. Sounds like very Feel free to try it at home. <laughs> what kind of hot sauce? Specific? Uh, it is Zapatio. Okay. I usually like Valentina for my beer, but I don't have any, whatever. Okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. Let's turn All right. Oh, I figured so, I could just turn the mic down. Can you hear that? Do you sound a lot? You, I can barely hear you. How's that? A little higher. 
shouldn't have tested the mic levels in the middle of the show. Mm-mm. Probably should have tested at the top of the show. Yeah. I could just talk That's louder. That's good. Too. No, you, that sounds <laughs> fine. All right. So today. Well, now you're hella loud. Yeah, because I, I need. I we need uh, <laughs> like a sound engineer to like turn. Once me up again. And down. And you're the techie one out of the two of us. I'm just going to sit here with my hand on the mic level being, just turning myself up and down as I start yelling and then up as I start speaking normal. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. But um, I think I can edit this out. You can all blame good. Nathan for the sound Anything issues on tech this related, episode. All my fault on all the episodes. Mm. Wow. Oh, except for the one where you forgot. Yeah, I was going to gonna say, remember <laughs> the one that like I recorded and we had to re-record? Uh, that was a good episode. I wish we had... Uh... I was like, wow, that's so fucking generous of you. <laughs> oh, so it's been a while. Today, we're our last episode was about forgiveness. And mm-hmm. we were going to do divorce and separation, mm-hmm. uh, which is a big deal in America since something like 50% of people get divorced. Yeah. Or 50% of marriages end in divorce, which is more than 50%. Some end in murder. Right? Some <laughs> just end in separation. Some are just beautiful and they die holding hands together. And I mean, we should all just strive for that. Right? The notebook. <laughs> the notebook. <laughs> oh, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> through, uh, so after all, so first it was that then... I thought we should do apologies. Then we had to discuss why apologies made sense. And because then... I didn't want to do apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Which honestly, wait, really quick. It makes so much sense because I'm dealing with my own apology issue right now. <laughs> and then today when we were texting and I was like, you want to record today? You're like, yeah, that works. And I was like, oh, it makes sense that I didn't want to do this episode. <laughs> Those, those are those subconscious behaviors that we're talking yes. about that we're trying yes. to break. So, like, thank you, yes. friends, for pushing me to do this episode. Absolutely. <laughs> and I want to uh, affirm you. So, like, the ability to... People have been... So, my friends have been saying, I didn't know you were that vulnerable, and I love how open you guys are and the energy you guys have. Um, I want to affirm you because you have been extremely vulnerable and extremely honest and genuine even even so like what you just said about yeah i didn't want to do this show and and obviously it's because of what i'm going i was through, like right? we just did forgiveness like why do we why do we need to do fucking apologies go fuck yourself nathan what are you trying to say well, you know, um but i want to affirm you for being able to do that right being able to sit here and say yeah, I was wrong. I'm going through some shit. <laughs> this is me. And I love that about our show. I've only listened. I mean, I've listened to all our shows just because I have to go through and listen to them, but I'm not really focused on them after we talk about it. Uh, but I do know when I know that your vulnerability in mine is what is getting other people to enjoy it and listen and then also do a dive into themselves. Right. So I've right. had a few people be like, Wow, I'm really looking at the way that I had someone for real text me at three thirty this morning <laughs> apologizing for shit. She did. She she doesn't know that we're doing the apology episode, so she might find out why she apologized today. But... 
she said she was apologizing to me for shit that she did when we were we met when we were like 20 21 and we were we were both dumb young people and she apologized to me for like the dumb shit she did which i didn't even think about like i haven't thought about not a big deal but it was she was like i listened to your show about forgiveness <laughs> and now i'm texting you at three in the morning so I'm please glad forgive me <laughs> Also, please forgive me for texting you at 3.30 in the fucking morning. Um, I guess I should say that. I don't care what time I text people. If you get woken up by my text message... Your phone should have been on silent, dude. Yeah, for real. That's what I say. That's what I say. I'm I'm now three hours ahead of my friends in California, so when I... I, I wake up and text people because I don't like to... I'm not on my phone all day, so I'll text in the morning. I'll text, like, in the afternoon, and I'll probably do a couple texts in the evening. So three hours ahead, some of these motherfuckers are getting texts from me at three in the morning from them. For them. <laughs> I'm up at, like, 6.30. Oh, my bad. Hey, sending texts. So it's true, because, it like, I'll up. wake up and I'll be like, <laughs> what did he say? Oh, yeah, he's three hours ahead now. Duh. Uh, I have funny. one friend. I was up. I got up at, like, 5 because the light shines through my windows so early. And I text someone, and she she's in California, and she was still up. It was like two two thirty in the morning for her on like a Tuesday, right? Like, <laughs> so we're just having a whole back and forth, the rising sun for me, and for some reason, like the late morning for her. Uh, so funny. if you're up at two in the morning, go ahead and shoot me a text, California. I got your back. <laughs> Noted. It's been a rough couple of weeks, my friend. Oh, it has been. Um, I also want to just like write back at you for affirmation wise. I think um, if I haven't already thanked you enough for our friendship, like it means the world to me. And I think um, it's really cool to, to hear that our listeners and our friends can see this side of us and see this part of our friendship, because if our friendship wasn't just like this, we wouldn't be here having this um, hosting this podcast. Uh, and working on on this on our spare time and it's a lot of work obviously and we're not um super disciplined in our scheduling but like we're fucking here okay um hashtag growth so (laughs) so definitely right back at you and um thank you for acknowledging that and thank you to everybody that's been giving us positive feedback nathan and i have both been getting like text messages and dms and um, and it's been really great. And that reminds me that we should probably share these things with each other as we get to <laughs> Yeah, probably. That's a good idea, actually. That'll help us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we're still learning. Where are we on our fourth episode? Fourth episode. Fourth episode. Apologies, by the way. I know that <laughs> I'm not apologizing. <laughs> I'm saying the fourth episode is apologies. <laughs> um, because I did start to tell them what it was about. And then we just went on this like, five-minute tirade about nothing. I'm sure no one cares about anything we just said. <laughs> uh, so we are doing apologies today. And the reason, so you said you didn't want to do them. And I, you're like, we need to talk. I want to I want to know why we should be doing this. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I got so many reasons. <laughs> he really was. He was like, oh I got God. a lot of reasons. Oh and I was God. like, cool, cool, was... cool. Guess we're doing this. <laughs> I was so ready. I was so mad at I. So I told this story 
So we're going to get into it. Um, I told this story to you, and I think I told it on our fir- our very first episode that only um, certain people will get. We still haven't sent them out. That's not my fault. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but there is so... <laughs> So apologies. I wanted to do this story because we tend to apologize for all the wrong reasons. And I'm going to give this story as an example. And this is where I, this is where it hit me. So a couple months ago, um, I'm in the car with my partner and oh, we had this. this story. <laughs> <laughs> she does not. She was so mad. She heard the story. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, don't do that shit. <laughs> or don't be with someone who's too open and says anything. Uh, one or the other <laughs> or both. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, shit, what was it? Okay. So <laughs> we had gotten in a fight and I was like, just drop me off. I don't want to go with you. We were, she was on her way to Vermont. We had gotten, she had gotten a place in Vermont. Um, and I ended up crashing her, her party, which I didn't know I was crashing. I said, I asked, do you want me to come? She's like, yeah, I want you to come. Anyway, we get in a fight. She's driving. And I was like, I don't want to go with you to Vermont. Please just drop me off uh, at your mom's house. It's on the way. She's like, no, I'm not fucking dropping you off, essentially. Uh, so it was it was essentially being kidnapped, right? Like, I was just kidnapped. I didn't want to go. She made me go with her. <laughs> and then in the middle of... I can't, like, jump out of the car or anything. <laughs> but in, I mean, you could. I could on the free... Yes. Um, but then this episode would be about a lot deeper things than yeah. apologies. Yeah. And that will be more of my issue than it would be her. Like, her kidnapping is one thing, but me, like, jumping out of the car, like, having that big of a problem is... Yeah, there's more to unpack there. Uh, so on the route, like when we're driving up on the freeway and I've already expressed how angry I am and I don't want to talk to her, I'm someone who will calm down if I'm left to my own devices and we can have a discussion later. And most people know that about me. So I kept saying, don't touch me, don't talk to me. I'm mad. We'll figure this out later. And she kept trying to touch me. And when she was t- trying to touch me, it gave me all these flashbacks of other people trying to touch me when they were the ones that upset me. Like they were trying to hug me or console me. And I touch is definitely one of my love languages, but it's definitely not one of my languages when I am upset. And I just learned that there are other languages for when you're upset. Um, and I realized in that moment, cause she knows that touch is not my love, like, like my language, like I don't like to be touched when I'm mad. And I realized when she kept doing that, she was just trying to make herself feel better. She just wanted to make sure that yeah. I wasn't so angry at her that uh, that she couldn't touch me. So the touch was all about her. And that made me realize so many times that people, people will say sorry for things that I don't care about. Like things that don't bother me, do not draw my concern. But they won't listen when I tell them exactly what I want and then they hurt me. They don't apologize for that stuff. So it, it looked like to me that people were apologizing to make themselves feel better. Mm-hmm. And then, and then like the world just shattered in front of me. I was like, Oh my God, I get all of these things that people have been doing and why I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, and I, and I have done the same thing too, right? I'm not saying that I have never apologized to someone um, right. for my sake, right? Try to make myself feel better. Uh, and that's that is part of what brought on this show, this episode. Nice. So I think that's super important. I think that um, apologies can 
be very selfish. Um, they're not always necessarily for the person you hurt. Sometimes they're out of it's out of like guilt and not necessarily uh, in a positive way. And sometimes it's just to like please somebody else or to make yourself feel better um, or to just like get that to feel accepted again. And it's just kind of like a stroke of your ego type of thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so there's go ahead. No, go you go ahead. I was, I'm actually trying to find it, and I hate that this can hear everything that I'm clicking. Well, while you keep clicking, um, <laughs> we didn't do our, normally we do like a, we define this episode, we haven't recorded in a while, okay guys, this episode <laughs> is all over the place. Um, I think it's been going good. Been but going we really didn't well. do our, like our normal def- defining of like the topic, um, mm-hmm. so According to Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the definition of apology is an admission of error or discourtesy accompanied by an expression of regret. So I will admit that I did not know that the definition of an apology um, also comes with the expression of regret. I thought that was another aspect of apologies, but I didn't think that that was part of the definition and so that is really reassuring for me because in order to accept an apology I have to feel like it is that the um, offender or whatever is genuine in their regret for what they've done yeah and I think that's I mean everyone wants that right no one no one I working with kids right how many times all of you who work with kids, have you heard, you know, kids say, Ugh, I'm sorry, or Ugh, I'm sorry that you didn't like it. Or like, like those kinds of I'm sorry, that are felt s- that way. Yes, though, that are so disgustingly disingenuous, that, that it's not, it's obviously not an apology, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. not, you're not doing this because you care that you hurt me, you're doing this for, I'm gonna move into this part for there's, there's five, five top um reasons for people to apologize not for selfish reasons uh one of them is a direct declaration of selfishness it's like i'm sorry um because i don't want to feel guilty anymore right i'm sorry that i called you late or i feel bad now i'm sorry yeah i want to feel good now i was Mm -hmm. reading this article about uh this woman was talking about how in college she had gone through some really hard times and then was going to her friend and and like unloading on her friend and her friend like just took it and never unloaded back or anything um never she also never even really checked in with her friend like how are you doing i'm just going to give you all of my pain and not check in on you and uh she's talking about 10 years later how she was like feeling really guilty so she called her friend and like did the small talk thing and then was like hey remember in college when i was really shitty to you and just unloaded on you i'm really sorry for that and her friend was like yeah that really sucked and then that was it um the conversation ended and then the woman writing the article was like i was so mad that she didn't forgive me and then i realized oh i'm doing this for myself like that's that I was doing it so that I didn't feel guilty not because I because I wanted her to understand that I didn't want her to feel like that and I want to change how she felt I was doing that because I wanted to feel uh not vindicated but uh 
what's the word when you per, redeem, redeemed redemption i was thinking of shawshank redemption <laughs> <laughs> i want to feel redeemed though right i want i yeah. don't want you to be mad at me not i want you to feel good that's a completely different way to look at it all right so that was number one like just selfishness wanting myself to feel better about anything sorry did you have something to say about that yeah you said you mentioned something um in in this section about how oh she was like upset that the person didn't forgive her I also just want to like point out that you are not owed forgiveness by anybody just like we said in the last episode like you you can forgive you will not always get an apology um and same thing here you can apologize you may not always get that forgiveness and that could be due to your shitty apology or just the fact that that person is just doesn't want to move forward they they accept and want to move forward without you and that's fine that yeah that has to be fine like that's i'm so glad you brought that up because both of both of these topics are are not mutually exclusive i think i Mutually exclusive means that they don't, they're not necessary together all the time, right? Right. Like they, they exist without one another. Mm -hmm. So, so last week, like you said, forgiveness has nothing to do with apologies. Sure, an, an apology will make your forgiveness, a good apology might make your forgiveness easier, but apologies should not have anything to do with your forgiveness because your happiness is more important than them saying sorry. So forgive because not everyone's going to like you. Uh, but you're right. Apologies shouldn't, <clears throat> should have nothing to do with the forgiveness. Like there is no reason for the person who has been hurt to have to forgive you with apologies. You should always feel bad for anything that you do to harm someone. If it's actually harmful, right? When it is actually harmful. And even right. when it's not, we can feel, we can feel badly for harming someone, even if it's unintentional. And I think that can be said about what's going on a lot right now, right? A lot of people are feeling, a lot of people are, are, are jumping back at people saying you're doing things wrong because when we're told we're doing something wrong, it's hard to uh, like take that in. So if we ignore that, we can actually ap apologize and be accountable without... I forgot what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm trying you're, to say. Right I now. feel like you're trying to go in the direction of like humility. Mm hmm And apologies are all about humility, right? Mm -hmm. That's what an apology is. Is like understanding that I am a human and I fuck up and I don't, I'm not right all the time and I have a lot to learn. Like that last part is so key. But where we're at right now, everyone thinks they know everything. Everyone mm -hmm. thinks they know better than the other group. So admitting that you don't is like saying I'm wrong. And admitting that you don't and saying I'm wrong means you have to apologize for some shit that you should have known for a long time. Yeah, People should have known these things for sure. And it's okay that you didn't if you yeah. say, I'm sorry, I really didn't know. Let me do something about it, which there are plenty of people doing. Right. Those I are agree. those. That's what a real heartfelt apology is. There are a lot of, I've done a really good job not calling people out, 
that there are a lot of liberals going around calling people so many names and telling them they're not doing things right when that said liberal is also not doing things right and not yeah. willing to look at what they're doing, which means they're also the type of person who's not willing to apologize for things that they didn't know because they don't even have the, 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 the awareness to look back and say, oh, I didn't know. And just because there's someone who I don't agree with telling me that doesn't mean that they're wrong. Yeah. I think that's important, right, um, that you pointed that out, especially in, in the climate that we're currently in. Um, on both sides, I think it's a, it's okay to be wrong. Um, and I think that's something that, truthfully, that Nathan, you had to point out for me last week a little bit. Not that I was did had done anything wrong, but I have, I do have a lot of liberal individuals in my life. Um, and I also have a lot of conservative people in my life and I try to not like ride the fine line, but I try to be able, I try to make myself available to communicate with both sides or all sides because there's not one or the other. Um, but I, I find myself fearful of the far left in regards to like holding me accountable. Like, am I taking up too much space? Am I too emotional over something that really doesn't involve me or affect me directly? And you really helped me, you know, acknowledge that how I was feeling was okay. And that, and also that it was okay that I was keeping that in my own space and not projecting those feelings onto other people. So it wasn't that I was doing anything wrong, but I also wasn't taking care of myself the right way either does that make sense yes and it's also the most important part my biggest frustration i know we've got a, gotten away from the five manipulative <laughs> apologies but <laughs> my biggest frustration right now is that everything that's being fought for is very important mm -hmm. and everything that's being fought for is is ignoring something at its core right now like the way that people not everything that's being fought for the way that people are fighting is ignoring the problem at its core which is what you just hit on the head is that we need to to find ourselves we need to like figure out what it is that that is causing us to to think the way we do act the way we do and attack that part right why am i feeling bad right now amidst all of this mm -hmm. that's a really important question to ask and it's, I guarantee you, if people dug deep into it, it's not because people are saying cops are mean. I guarantee you, right? Like, that's right. not what is at the core of this problem. Right. The core of this problem isn't even that cops are killing black men, right? That's not what the core of this problem is. And it's, it's, it's laughable, right? It's comedic to watch everyone on Facebook and on Twitter deleting each other and them not to see what the problem is, right? Like we have a communication issue and and in the midst of a communication issue, everyone's like, I'm not talking to you anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm and guilty that, of it. We, we all are, right? Like yeah. I, I did that shit too. Uh, it's something that we have to learn, right? Like to not, to not, I have watched so many people get into arguments with others online and I'm looking at the arguments 
and people are like jumping to conclusions especially liberals whenever someone says something that they don't agree with they're like you're racist or you're not looking at your privilege and sometimes it's true right and yeah. not even sometimes parts of it are true even even in the people that i'm going to describe parts think, of that are true i Go think ahead. the conviction is where the problem is is i think you're right like parts of it are often true from both ends mm -hmm. um but i think it's coming at people with such conviction you're wrong you are this you are that um i'm right and i think the conviction is where the communication falls off because you obviously yes. don't want to hear someone like talking down to you or calling yes. you names or whatever that may be you're right the conviction is a big part i think before the conviction though is this inability to actually apologize and then do something about the thing that you fucked up right so even mm -hmm. with liberals they're so unwilling to look at their someone said this to me someone sent something to me about white folks gentrifying but then saying there's this inability to look at the things that we're doing and and give a good apology which we will get into and we need to get back to uh, um and and in a good apology make actual change because when you apologize you have to when you actually apologize not any of these fake apologies you have we we have to actually look at the behaviors that we are committing and then say what is wrong with it or be told what is wrong with it right because there's plenty of people telling us what are wrong with our behaviors mm -hmm. and we're just not listening including liberals um and then we're saying we're either saying yes you're right i need to change that or we're saying no you're yeah. wrong you're the racist you guys voted for trump right. like mm -hmm. that that is not how we actually make any change right like the change as you pointed out and as i've always talked about and as j cole said the best like the change comes from within and there's no like trying to fix all this stuff outside doesn't work if we don't know how to forgive and to apologize honestly like these two episodes are i didn't realize it till right now are just that important yep. learning how to forgive and learning how to honestly apologize genuinely apologize genuinely do something about the fucked up stuff that we do and we think and it all has to do with our emotions right people aren't racist because they're racist they're racist because something happened to them and their emotional response is i don't like this group because mm -hmm. people don't like cops because of emotions i don't like this group because there are things that cops have done that are not good there are things that the black community have done that are not good mm -hmm. there's way more that white people have done that are not good <laughs> anyway <laughs> let's let's move past this topic we could talk All for right. days bullet point number two bring it oh yes so bad apology <laughs> so the first the first one was uh directly selfish the other this number two is a means to end a conversation not because i agree with you just because i don't actually care that's me when i'm like you know what agree to disagree have a good day sir so that's different do you ever say i'm sorry like i don't 
do you say I'm no, sorry? No, if when I that disagree with someone, I for sure don't say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, and that's fine, right? It's I think that is much healthier than saying uh, I'm tired of this disagreement and I'm bored, so I'm gonna use these words to end it. I'm sorry. That's fucking ridiculous, right? It's like, it's. I'm not gonna go into that one. I don't even like that one. <laughs> I don't like any of them, but I don't like. Bullet point one. number three. Let's go on to three. Uh, <laughs> control, right? So there are people who know that if I say sorry to you, it's just to make you chill out because I know that once I say sorry to you, you're mine again, right? I could do whatever I want to you. I could uh, cheat on you. I can uh, hurt your feelings. I can steal your car i can do all these things to you and i know that you're so kind that you're just gonna forgive me if i say sorry so i'm sorry so you're just gonna continue your shit behavior i see you nathan (laughs) uh four this one is my favorite because this is like this is karen or becky or any white lady you know right it's like not any white karen becky Susan, those three. <laughs> Sometimes there's a Jessica in there. <laughs> yeah, but they only come out for special occasions. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so I'm sorry as a way to get you to apologize to me, right? I'm sorry that you. Okay, I'm gonna use women. I have right? a I'm sorry... friend like that. I can. I'm already irritated. <laughs> There's that resentment. That was episode number three. Oh, I fucking know Um, that resentment lives inside of me, okay? um, So, I'm sorry that you wore the clothes you wore, right? Like, that's blaming the victim, essentially. Mm -hmm. The, the, I'm sorry, but you owe me an apology. Like, you brought this on yourself. Tell me your story. My story? Yeah, you said you know this resentment. Oh, no, I just, like, have a friend that's that kind of apologist. And they're like, I'm sorry, but you, blah, 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 blah. And then whoever this is and our group of friends now has to apologize to this individual. And, and they it's do? just, like, this vicious, like, yeah, because it's one of those, we all have that friend that, like, nobody holds accountable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Arti- oh. <laughs> I was trying not Did to say not that. just apologize to him on the last episode? Oh, <laughs> uh, my bad. He we doesn't still even love you, man. Yeah. I don't think he's ever listened to an episode, so I'm not worried about it. I'm not sorry because you've never listened to my show. <laughs> like, oh, that's fucking great. And all everything that we talk about has something to do with our relationship a lot like everything that i have brought up so far has been a a, a a heated point of contention in our in our in our relationship not only that oftentimes he'll come back and be like oh yeah you were right like ah, fuck you i don't care i don't want to hear i think it. we just <laughs> talked about that too <laughs> exactly that's what i'm fucking yeah so i'm i am no longer apologizing to the people who i've been saying the same things to over and over again Mm-hmm. And I could go into that with this whole, this whole thing that's going on right now, and and many of my friends. Mm-hmm. So that's fair. We'll move past that, and you and me and I will connect on that. We should definitely do that show where we. 
I think it would be actually a good like second podcast that we do, but like decompress about the ailments of the world. <laughs> oh, the world's fucked up. We gotta um, we gotta drink well, and decompress. I was gonna say, we're gonna, I'm gonna need like an like a six pack on deck at least. Yes, that'll be our drink. And a bathroom show. break in between. <laughs> we'll just do it from the bath. We'll just be bubbled up, candles Wait, and shots. Please. So, Bubble bath with Nate and a, There was like a. Forgive me, everyone, for watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. But there was a uh, season or like a couple of episodes where like Chloe and Scott Disick did a podcast together, and they literally did one episode from a fucking bathtub with like bubble bath oh, and like so life gear shit that. and like the mic you have. They were just like hanging out in the bathtub. <laughs> so yes, put that on our fucking list of episodes. I'm so do. <laughs> Not even episodes. I think that would make a whole like its whole own show. Remember how we were talking? Oh, what did now we you say? Guys are gonna a hear year? About a year, I guess. We'll we'll start our second well, podcast once we get. A, no, I said I said once we get a good following, we should start a second one. Did you? We'll look the at thousands. the gold list. We'll go. We'll You're look right. at the gold I, list okay. and see That's what fair. you said. I've got receipts, <laughs> bitch. Receipts. <laughs> Why is everyone saying that shit lately? Someone said it to me. Nah. Like, what? <laughs> well, two people have not said it to me. But told me a story where they said it to someone, but told me about it. And that's what I mean. That was, was like, like my, that, I only started saying that when like, I found out my ex um, was like lying to his wife or whatever. And then she <laughs> called me and she's like, um, blah, 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 blah. And he says this. And I was like, mm, I've got receipts. <laughs> so now I'm just like, I got receipts for everything. <laughs> Hey, receipts get those taxes fucking brought back in. Mm-hmm. Anyway, moving on. Um, so number oh, we're on five. We made hey, it to five. Hey, look five. at us. <laughs> Progress. <laughs> five. Um This is my second favorite. Mostly because it's the one that I hate the most. Uh probably because i've done it so many times actually that is probably that is absolutely it actually that's absolutely it this is me right here i can't wait oh my god so i'm sorry as a means of testing how far we can push someone so i'm going to try this thing and i'm just going to say sorry and if you accept it i can push you further uh oh like it's better to ask for forgiveness than for permission type of thing yeah, until finally there's no more forgiveness that can be given, yeah. right? Until finally they did not listen to our last episode and don't give a fuck about your apologies. <laughs> this is working so well. Um, so, like, I am someone who... So, in our first episode, I can't give away too much of our actual first episode, but I did talk about my history of running away because uh, of probably because my brother was born and not feeling um, love and accepted enough. And so part of that, or that manifests itself in my older years in a way where I will do things to people to test them to see if we're still friends or not friends. I, I mean, I might do it to friends, but I don't like if I lose friends, I'm good. But with partners right so even with stephanie her and i have gone through so much shit and a lot of it is uh is me 
I mean, all of it is stuff that we do to each other. My side has to do with me testing her, testing her if she really loves me because I was not at, I was out of the home so many different times and I wasn't sure that my mom loved me because I mm-hmm. didn't see the the type of love that I saw everywhere else. Like I, I know my mom loves me now, right? Like as an right. adult and, but as a kid, obviously, like I don't know that, as a kid, I didn't know that in my head, but that's obviously what I was feeling because if you have the audacity to run away from the the creature that is biologically programmed to love you, um, despite how they're showing it, then there's something wrong with how I was viewing love um, and also how it was given, right? So there's yeah, both Yeah, how you're parts. receiving it. Yeah, uh, but there's no reason to blame a person for not knowing how to do it right. And that's... Yeah. That's what I see right now, right? We're getting mad at a lot of people for not understanding this thing exists and then telling them they're fucking idiots. Essentially, that's what calling someone a racist is the is the meanest way that you can say you don't know something, right? Like, like if I, all of you teachers, I want you to think about this. If we had a class full of kids that don't know something, calling them a goddamn idiot or fucking stupid is not the way to get them to be like, oh, I want to learn this subject. Calling yeah. people racist is not the way to get people to want to learn what race is. Uh, how did I fucking get into this? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm so, I feel like I'm a podcast listener. I just, like, stopped talking and, like, I don't know if you can see me, but I, like, crossed my arms and I'm listening so intently. This isn't even my podcast anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Hi friends, your co-host B here. Nathan and I just want to thank you all for listening to our brand new podcast. We are doing our best to bring you the content you deserve. Please be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Our Instagram handle is at breaking.cycles, just like it's spelled on our podcast. Our Twitter handle is a little bit different, so we've added it to our Instagram bio for you all to reference. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. I'm just like, yes, tell me more, friend. (laughs) Let it all out. (laughs) Oh, what did this have to do with apologies? So we're talking about how we push people's boundaries. Um, how, oh, you were were talking about how you were, how you testing Stephanie, you were running from your problems and then you were testing Mm -hmm. Stephanie's boundaries and then your mom loving you in ways that you didn't understand. Oh, and then because she didn't understand that I can't blame her. And then that's how I got into that thing. So that's that's definitely not part of this subject. So I'm, we're going we're gonna to rein it back in. <laughs> you don't have to ignore that. If you want to hear more about that, just check out the, the episode that Bianca and I will put on where we decompress from everything that's going on today. Mm-hmm. Or in these days. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the fifth one is just um, us testing others. So just saying sorry just because I can use that as a way to figure out if you really care enough until finally I like do something and and then you just leave me and then I'm back to where I started. (laughs) I am, we should talk about this because I'm facing a very similar issue. We talked about this last week, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm facing a very similar issue where I speaking of current events, um, was felt personally offended by something that a loved one said. 
And then my response very likely personally offended him. This is not funny. <laughs> I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing because it's funny, which is fucked up because it's she's uncomfortable. So... <laughs> this is how I cope with trauma. If you ever see me laughing mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. someone died, it's because I'm uncomfortable mm -hmm. and I don't mm -hmm. want to cry. Mm -hmm. um, I'm the he's same. He's alive. Way. Don't worry. He's alive. <laughs> he's alive. Uh... <laughs> he did not die. And she did not murder him. It was not. And he's still <laughs> alive and kicking. Um, but, uh, and, you know, and I very much acted out and was just like this friendship is no longer fucking working for me um but we didn't have a discussion about that because we were both still very irritated and so i had to swallow my pride and put my ego aside earlier this week and was like i had to reach out and say hey i feel like we you know are both really stressed out right now and if we could maybe have a conversation about this that would be great um i'll let you know if that conversation happens i'm i have been ghosted <laughs> no he ghosted you sorry to shoot me so. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, there's no last name. There's no way for them to know, right? Everybody knows who that is. <laughs> oh, yeah, because all of our fans are just our friends right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> friends don't even know. Oh, my God. I mean, um, this isn't funny, but also funny. But, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Um, but also, like, really fucked up because we do, I wouldn't say we depend on each other a lot. He more depends on me a lot for something. Um... So, like, I don't really feel like I'm at a loss on, like, a day-to-day, -day, but I do feel like I'm grieving a friendship now, and that, that's obviously not where I wanted to get with that conversation, and I'm sure that's not where he wanted to get with that conversation. Um, so, it would be nice to figure that out at some point, um, but that's just one of those apologies where you have to suck it up, even though, like, for, like for me, I felt like, in that moment, I wasn't in the wrong, but my friend also was not receptive. And so I acted out. And at that point, I was in the wrong. So while I think he owes me an apology, I owe him an apology as well. Um, and this is not I the like first that. time I've had to do something like that. <laughs> no, and I think, I think that's fine, right? I think I feel that in most things like that and in, in most qualms or whatever you want to call them both people are to blame sure someone may have started it but like yeah. i say to my fucking kids i don't give a shit who started it right like if someone else is going to start something we everybody else needs to have the ability to de-escalate situations which is the policing problem right, right. i think policing have a have an escalation issue yeah, absolutely. I, I need to stop. Okay, I'm going to stop getting into the police. Anymore. I don't want that it's to be It's so hard not to, though. <laughs> it's so <laughs> hard not to. But it's so easy to use it for all of the things, right? Like, all the things that we're talking about. Because everything that goes on in... I'm going to just use American society, or specifically the United States society, is a, is a communication issue. It's like a breakdown of communication. Mm -hmm. And right now, escalation and de-escalation is a communication thing. 
Absolutely. If you're if you're good at working with kids or or groups of people, you must be good at conflict management. And conflict management is has everything to do with how we escalate and de-escalate things. I I want to say I'm a master of de-escalating situations with youth. With adults, it's hard because I just mm-hmm. like don't give a fuck about adults. But like, well, and so. also I'm sure like the youth and like your kids are so much more receptive to what you have to say than someone your own age because they look up to you and they admire you. So it's also a different dynamic in relationships versus like you having these conversations with a kid versus you having these conversations with someone your own age. Sure. I would, I would argue that the same amount of kids that, that look up to me is the same amount of adults that respect me. Does that make sense? Yeah. And all for the same exact reason, all for the same, for all, because I have this ability to be genuine and, uh, and I don't want to not write, but like at least sound logical, yeah. right? Because everyone has that logical part of their brain that's operating. It's just which part of your brain has been operating harder and longer. And a lot of people are operating with their fucking lizard brains these days. And it and it's been that way for a very long time because we haven't we haven't done the work to make us think with like the pineal gland, right? Like we're not thinking with the front of our brains. We've, we, everything in our society teaches us to think with the back of our brains, which is fucked up. Nothing's teaching us to be critical thinkers. Even though we keep saying we want to be critical thinkers, we want to teach critical thinking. No one's doing that shit. Like I, I hear the arts movement trying to do that, but they're not. I hear the only place that you can see this is in small, like youth development groups where they're where they're actually teaching kids to think beyond their the world that they have been taught to see Mm -hmm. and it's really effective because kids like already see that world the problem is that shit only exists in like certain rich neighborhoods um well i mean it, it exists in rich neighborhoods and then in some small poor communities if you're lucky and that's that's the part of the brain that we need to be using to be able to forgive, to be able to apologize in a healthy manner, to just be empathetic, period. Everything that we talk about is empathy. Emotions, yeah. every emotion that you have, if you if you source it to to something that can connect to everyone else, like if we're talking about this, a, a lot of people think about the think of spirituality as a uh, a collective consciousness that collective consciousness consciousness is reached by us all being empathetic that's the only way to get there right the only way for us all to meet somewhere is for us all to learn to be empathetic and that ha- once again everything to do with forgiveness and apologizing right absolutely go ahead um and i so empathy is important on both sides like you said, and it's important for both the offender and the offended. Um, the in order to apologize, I mean, there there are obviously so many things that go into an apology, but in order to apologize genuinely um, and sincerely, 
you have to have empathy for the people or persons that you've hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and in order for that individual to receive and accept your apology, they have to feel empathy and compassion for you. So mm-hmm. if you're not sincere, they're not going to, they're, those feelings of compassion and empathy are not going to be brought upon them and they're not they're probably not going to forgive you or maybe they will but they don't want to maintain that relationship um so i think empathy i'm glad that you brought that up i think empathy is a huge part of apologizing and forgiving i love the part where you talked about like if you're if you're not empathetic when you're apologizing like you're definitely not going to get forgiveness right not real forgiveness Right. There are people who will say, I forgive you, but only say that because that's who they are. But they don't actually forgive you because you haven't been empathetic, like you pointed out. Right. And if you're not empathetic in your forgiveness, also, the apolo- the, the person apologizing, because... Now I'm there's not... like this resentment against this person. Yes. There's this yes. like uneasy feeling of like, well, they're probably going to do this again. Um, and so I think that maybe we should go into the like key topics of an apology next yes the best point the best way to apologize i uh stephanie i when we were talking about doing this episode stephanie's mom is a therapist and we her and i have so many i was gonna say you guys are like probably two peas in a pod oh my god her and i are like best friends i I love love talking to her so much like we'll (laughs) so for those of you who don't know, which is most people, I am currently staying with my partner's mom uh, at her house. She has this beautiful house on this river, which was super important to my mental health, especially considering I was in Little Village, Chicago, where the race wars were going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I live with her mom and then her sister and brother. And oftentimes we'll like be at the dinner table and we'll, we'll like start dinner and we'll start talking and her sister and brother will just be like, all right, I'm leaving. You guys are just talking about the same shit over and over again. I don't want to be here. I don't have anything to input. And I'll just walk away. And it's just me and her talking for like a good three hours. We'll like start, we'll start dinner at like five thirty, six o'clock. And we'll like leave the table at like 9, 9.30. And I love that. It's so beautiful. And it's like something, family wasn't a big thing to me before because it's like mm-hmm. my childhood and how I was in foster homes and like it was just super chaotic and no real set family structure and having this is like something apparently I didn't know that I, I wanted I loved I got to tell you about my new sister that I found that I talked to yesterday for the first time by the way um I'm very excited one. I know this is the one that you couldn't find or you no this is the one this is the white one the half half german one uh-huh um she reached out to the other sister that i just met and they have been talking and then um because of that i reached out to her. well she wrote this beautiful post about uh being half white half black and passing as white and people like treating her like her black side was horrible but she's not black so it doesn't matter does that make sense mm-hmm. like oh you're not like them yeah Uh, so she had to like denounce her black part a lot it's a long story we'll talk about that in the decompression um why did i bring that part up 
fuck i'm sorry good apologies i don't remember uh, but we're talking about good apologies oh i was talking about her mom i don't oh. know how we got here once again going all these long tangents but she was telling me <laughs> uh her once again she's a therapist uh her sign her hallmarks of, a, of her three hallmarks of a good apology are uh like i can't think of it right now go ahead i wrote it down so <laughs> i love you so much um <laughs> There, so I'm sure we've figured out that I'm a big fan of psychologytoday.com. I should probably mm-hmm. just like, no, I won't get the magazine because I'll just, they'll just be wasteful. Just kidding. <laughs> um, so their psychology, psychology today, whoo, I think I need another beer. <laughs> I've only had one guy. I've only had one. I'm really off my game. Um, there are six key components to uh, an apology, a good apology, obviously, a healthy apology, according to psychologytoday.com. So the first one is, I don't know that these are in any particular order, so I'm just going to run with it in my own order. Um, The first, for me, when I'm telling an apology, the first thing is I want to explain what I'm apologizing about and what happened. Um, So an explanation of what went wrong. Uh, And then uh acknowledging your responsibility in the situation or in the wrongdoing like what your part was uh and uh number three would be expressing regret Mm -hmm. um another number four is declaration of repentance Mm -hmm. and then um and then number five is offering to repair or to improve your behavior uh or a i'm never going to do that again or i'm so sorry i'll work on this um etc etc and then number six the final part of an apology is actually to request forgiveness which i think is something that most people don't do we Mm -hmm. just kind of move on and i think another thing um another part of that is when we apologize or when we accept an apology apology we just say it's okay like it's super common for people to just be like it's okay that's cool and you know what it's fucking not okay which is why this person is apologizing to you so now like when someone apologizes to me and i feel like it's genuine i say i appreciate that or i appreciate you or glad we talked this over whatever let's go get a drink or something but it's i i really am trying to get away from the it's okay um or no problem or whatever unless you stepped on my shoe and I'm like, oh, whatever, you're good. Like, no, it's not okay. We need to have a conversation about this. Um, But yeah, so for me, when I'm giving an apology, because I am a very guilty person in general, I just like hold a lot of guilt. Mm -hmm, Uh, I think we mm -hmm. talked about this on another episode. I was like, Mm -hmm. I feel bad calling into work. And then I feel (laughs) shitty while I'm feeling shitty. And then I just like feel shitty all day and I never feel better. Um, but for me, I think the first thing is like acknowledging what, what went wrong, um, uh, and my part in it and, uh, explaining further, like why I went that route and that I apologize and I under, I, and acknowledging the other person's feelings. Um, I have a really good example, actually, a few years ago, there was an active shooter in a 
town very close to some dear friends of mine. And um, it was one of the largest shootings, uh, mass shootings in the United States. And I was on Facebook at the time and um, people were checking on Facebook. You could like check in and say that you were safe, like mark yourself mm -hmm. safe from that event. Um, and I saw that a couple of people in the area had marked themselves as safe. So I didn't bother reaching out to them. I just reached out to anyone I hadn't heard of and anyone that I didn't see mark themselves safe from the shooting. And then a couple of days later, they called me out on it because I had posted something on Facebook and was like, I'm so glad all my loved ones are so thankful. My loved ones are okay, whatever, whatever, emotional posts. And they called me out on it and were like, you didn't check on us. And I was like, and I checked in with other friends and was like, hey, is this wrong of me? They marked themselves safe online. And they're like, that's fucking stupid. They weren't even there. Um, they only live nearby. They marked themselves safe. What else is it? Why else did you mark yourself safe if you didn't want people to know you were safe type of thing? And so mm -hmm. I thought it was fucking stupid too. I was like, it doesn't make any sense to me. But I also had to swallow my pride and put my ego aside and put myself in their shoes. And I probably would have wanted them to check in on me. But I, I, and I probably wouldn't have been as hurt or offended as them. But the point was not um, my intention. It was the impact. So impact over intention. The, pro the problem was that I hurt them. And so then I had to like go out of my way to reach out to both of them because they're, they're a couple individually because apologizing to one person isn't good enough, right? You have to mm -hmm. acknowledge that you've hurt more than one individual. So I had to reach out to them both and say, hey, like I'm, that wasn't my intention. I'm so sorry I made you feel that way. Um, and hopefully this doesn't happen again, but like I will, you know, I'm learning from this. I'll do better next time. And so while I thought it was kind of silly, um at the time i thought it was fucking stupid now i think it was a little silly but i also understand that like we're different people and i hurt them unintentionally and i need to acknowledge that i hurt them and i need to apologize and promise to do better if i want to maintain those friendships <laughs> your face your fucking oh face is so much right now and i was like <laughs> I love you that I I have a problem so at first I was with you I was like yeah you should you definitely should check in on your friends right this is gonna be a different discussion and I think actually I think it's good for I think it's good for this I think people need to see how I don't agree with a lot of the, things there were a lot and there were other things that I didn't agree with too was it was like okay one you marked yourself safe online for everybody to see so yeah. i see that you're safe i can move on to checking on the next person right yeah the other thing was like you weren't actually physically there at the shooting yeah. and i know yeah. that um and the other thing was like you are now making something about something about you that doesn't actually directly impact you you and and so that I had a lot of feelings in that moment. And while I still feel like it was a little absurd, I still value those relationships. And I knew that with them being so close to something so scary, 
said they were emotional and I, I had to, as their friend, I didn't have to, but I wanted to validate how they were feeling mm-hmm. and I wanted mm-hmm. to be there for them and not, and not just be like, well, I'm fucking sorry. You marked yourself safe on Facebook. So like, don't fucking do that next time. Yeah. Cause like, right? that's, that's not a, a friendship, apology. right? Like that's a shitty that's apology. Definitely, that was the, um, no, that was the, uh, that was the, you owe me an apology one, right? Like, no, you should be sorry so you're for, mad to at me. me you're yeah. fucking mad at me now? Yeah. So if you had it that way, I would <laughs> I want to show where the divergence is between you and me. So last episode, you said anytime you do harm and or anytime someone else feels harmed by you, you need to apologize, right? Like it doesn't matter how you feel, they were harmed and you need mm-hmm. to respect that, which is on surface, a beautiful sentiment. Yes. And, and, I, and I agree with it, right? Like I, on surface, There are definitely I definitely like it. limits to that, right? Definitely limits. I'm gonna tell you right now, my limit is this motherfucker. These are your friends, so I get to call them motherfuckers. Who hit me <laughs> and up you and don't said know them. you didn't check on me? Like, what fucking world do I need to check on you when you have told the world you're safe? Not only have you told the world yourself, the world knows you're safe. This is. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying not to use what's going on right now, but this is white people right now, right? Like, this is the whole idea where. I want people to make sure that I'm okay. Like, I don't fucking care about you. You're okay. And we all know you're okay. I'm going to check in on the people who need it right now. Right? Like, that's not... Why aren't you checking in on the people that need it right now? Right? Like, that's that's what the real situation is. It's like, Mm -hmm. we have so many people right now feeling like they're the ones attacked. Like, they're the ones who are being hurt when they're just not. And mm-hmm. that, that, and then expecting for people who are always there at the service of people who are hurt to care for them. And that's yeah. not what needs to happen, right? Like, just, I'm getting worked up. I need to calm down. No usa. No usa. <laughs> the idea that because I know of something bad going on in the world means that people need to check in on me is outlandish and that is going on so much right now Mm -hmm. especially with uh some conservative whites and some and some liberal whites for sure no but no one's saying oh yeah it's a white (laughs) thing right like it's definitely a white thing and there are a few brown people who may take on those personality traits but that's a white thing and i don't mean to say that it's a white people thing but it's a privilege thing right so if Mm -hmm. we switch the white class for, the, for black people, and if black people were on top and had the beautiful privilege that, that white people have right now, black people would be doing the exact same things that white people are doing right now. And yeah. that's what I'm saying about this whole idea that we're focusing on the wrong part, right? We're focusing on, yes, let's make black people equal. Yeah, that's true. Let's make all people equal, I, I guess. Like, we could talk about what equality really means, but what people have in their head is this idea that, like, everyone should be equal but right now we're focusing on one per one one group and not only on on one group we're focused on one aspect of what makes that one group not equal like it's this very tiny thing because like if we fix if if we reform all police in the country it's not like all of a sudden black folks and even brown folks like specifically muslims who are being targeted as well will all of a sudden be welcomed with open arms and I wrote this thing about how we're trusting 
people to say Black Lives Matter to care for us while they gentrify all the fucking cities. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's crazy to me because we're putting our hope and trust in 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 an area it's not the groups it's the area that we're putting it in we're putting our hope and trust for our success outwardly when if you go to any therapist any sociology class any psychology fucking seminar they'll say to you you need to work on yourself Mm -hmm. and build yourself up and then you will be so powerful yet we as a as different groups, as women, as Muslims, as black people, keep trying to fight against the white man and then in hopes to get our freedom. By the way, poor white people, you also need to be fighting against the white man because he has Bruh, taken your fucking I saw your freedom fucking too. Right? Like, 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 post the other day and was like... <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. I'm getting heated about things that actually have nothing to do they have to do with our show but not this episode and i don't mean i'm sorry i mean thank you i was you just gonna call you out for saying sorry for being here with us and 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 going down this journey because this has been an episode for sure i did not do <laughs> i don't even know how long we've been on i don't either it's An hour too- and 13 minutes since i turned okay. on my mic okay that's when we first started recording. So let's let's wrap this up. Ooh, all right. <laughs> so I want to break down what you said. So you gave a lot of good things about a good apology. Uh-huh. I'm still on my on some white shit, and it sounds like a lot of words that white people put into it. So I'm gonna tell you what the Puerto Rican therapist that I know just told me, uh, and it, it encompasses everything that you said. So acknowledge. So you said. You said two parts of acknowledge, acknowledging the harm that was done and acknowledging my role in the harm that was done. Yeah. Right. So I'm going to break it down to one thing, acknowledge, and then break it down to those. Those two things that you said are perfect. Mm -hmm. So acknowledge and then those two things and then apologize. That's the actual apology where I am admitting. So I acknowledge that I did something. Now I'm admitting out loud to you that I fucked up and I feel terrible that I fucked up Mm -hmm. and it is not okay that I did what I did. So acknowledge and then apologize. And then how do I amend? Well, the whole thing is an apology. So let's say acknowledge and then accountability. Accountability. I like that. So acknowledge and then accountability. Mm -hmm. And then uh, which is the actual level of apologizing. Correct. Like the actual I'm sorry that I fucked up. So that's the accountability. When we say accountability, all those five things that I said earlier are not being accountable. If you're saying sorry and you're using those five things as your motive for saying sorry, you're not being accountable. You can only, and I like that you said accountable because I could say apologize and then you could do one of these five apologies, Mm -hmm. right? That's fucking bullshit. And then I could be like, I fucking apologize. What more do you want? Or I'm sorry that you, that you think I should feel bad, but you're the one that messed up. Sorry. I'm sorry, but you made me act this way. So many people have been like, you made me do this. Kids, I'm sorry, but he made me mad. Like, no, motherfucker. No one makes you mad. You may Never mind. <laughs> uh, that's actually part of the show. But I, that's me getting upset with people that are like, oh, you made me mad. Like, that, no one makes you do anything at all in this world. You don't have to do any of this shit. Maybe if there's a gun to your head. But even then, you still don't have to do it if we want to fucking talk about that. Big facts. Um, so. Acknowledgement. Acknowledge. Accountability. Accountability. 
And then the last one is, uh, oh, I like that. More. No, I told you only three. Acknowledge, oh, what's the third one? accountability, and then amend. How do I make amends? Which was the last thing that you uh. put into like two or three sections. But it's like, how do I do something to alleviate the hurt that I did to you? Mm -hmm. And because this is the part that people forget. It's not just about alleviating the hurt. That's like making you equal, right? Right. But you also need to let them know that you won't do it again and that, that they deserve your trust, mm -hmm. which is another level, right? So when you, so this is where we are as Repentance. people, hopefully. Yes. And if we're, if we're in a healthy relationship, we're equal. If we're in a healthy relationship and we fuck up, we drop down to here. Mm -hmm. If I want to apologize and have a good apology, I want to end up here because I want to earn more than your trust back. I don't want to be here because that leaves room for resentment on this side, right? That leaves yeah. room for you believing that I might fuck up again, which is very valid to feel because I have fucked up. Yeah. So I want you to feel like I am here and that not that you owe me, but that I have uh, brownie points with you. Yeah. Not like I will fuck up, but in case I fuck up, I want you to know that I do care. So yeah. I want to be here. So how do I amend is the part. So the apology brings you here. How do I amend brings you here? How do I actually make really good efforts to show you that I have fucked up and I mean what I say when I'm saying I'm not going to do that again. On yeah. top of not doing that again, I'm going to make your life easier in some way because I fucked it up so much. Yeah. Um, and I like that you, I guess these are all A's, so acknowledge an, an accountable apology. I want. I don't want to just say accountable, accountability. Ac yeah, I'll just say acknowledgement, accountability. Accountability. Accountability, and then amend. The three A's of apologizing. Oh shit, we just made that shit up. <laughs> Chapman out here we're writing a fucking book hey we gotta do a book <laughs> the three a's of apologizing hey look at us accountability amend and that's the end of our show right look at us strengths and struggles two strengths Strength. and a struggle two strengths and a struggle shit you start <laughs> struggle Apologizing. <laughs> Strength. Honestly, acknowledging that I need to apologize. <laughs> I love you so much. That was so good. <laughs> um, strength number two. Mm, I am feeling. Uh, Nathan and I, Nathan knows how I've been doing the past couple of weeks. I have not been well with everything going on, not to make it about me again. Um, but I am a very, I would like to say I'm an active activist for a lot of social issues, um, BLM being one of them. And so I have been quite emotional and um, not really keeping up with my I have to go to the bathroom Hope. so bad. I'm Are so you sorry. kidding me? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Can you pause? I can hear you. I fucking lost. Okay, wait. Okay. I lost track of my thoughts. Um, yes. Activism. Um, okay. I have not been doing well, but I'm back. I feel like I, I've taken some, probably like four days off 
from protesting and um, social media or heavy use of social media and I am doing much better. I actually went grocery shopping, um, which I usually do weekly or bi-weekly and haven't done for a few weeks. Um, and so I am starting to feel like my normal self again and I'm trying to um, readjust my lane of protesting and activism in this cause right now because if I'm not healthy and I'm not well I'm probably not being a really good ally and I want to be the best ally I can be is that it <laughs> that was it that was perfect timing I hope you washed your hands man I did not just so you all know my hands are disgusting right now actually but I sat down to pee so you're welcome uh, so I don't have to wash my hands I I don't know <laughs> why is that so funny sitting down to pee for all you men who have never sat down to pee is the nicest way to pee I, you've been missing so that. much joy because you were just like super casual about it like this is a normal thing to just say out loud you're like well but I sat down to pee so like I'm good all that good. was what's so unnormal half the population sits down to pee so <laughs> it's pretty normal guys <laughs> um uh, <laughs> Never mind. Just it's your turn. Two strikes and a struggle. Just so you know, to make this even worse, when you saw me looking around, I was looking for something to pee in. So shut the fuck up. I was about to pee in this. No, but that's reusable. There's too much water, so you could wash it. That make that's why you could pee in it. Uh, <laughs> and I was gonna pee in this, but I thought that I had too much pee to pee in it, so I did it. <laughs> I am a terrible human being, and now all of you know. Uh, Just so you know, I forgot this is a podcast. something new about you. <laughs> I raised, so I raised up a, what is this, like, 32 ounces? Probably a 32-ounce fucking canteen, and that's the one that was too full. And then I raised probably, like, an 8-ounce, 12-ounce, 12-ounce, maybe a little more glass. And that's the one that I said I probably couldn't have fit my pee in. And... You're welcome. And now that you peed, do you feel like you could have fit it in that glass? No. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. That pee took me so much this longer This is like, what's that fucking show? Um, <laughs> Mythbusters? It's like Mythbusters. <laughs> uh, all right. Two, <laughs> two strengths and a struggle. Um, struggle. <laughs> Figuring out which fucking thing to pee in. Um, that's usually never a problem. <laughs> I'll make urine happen no matter where I am. I once peed out Must of. Must be nice the... to have a penis. It is so nice, right? Yeah, so sure. nice on so many levels, right? Um... <laughs> You're all right. Like I know. Yes, my penis is great on so many levels. But you know what it's not like. So. You do know what it's not like. The are really not quick. the same. But you no. know what? The best detectives have vaginas. God damn it! <laughs> anytime <laughs> vaginas come up, anytime genitals come up, anytime detectives come up, that fucking statement is coming out. 
it has to be in every episode and it has to make it in there smoothly and you <laughs> fucking did it right at the end right at the end you got it you saved us you saved us the one episode that it doesn't have it will be the day that we have to end i guess <laughs> you gotta get a whole new podcast for the whole Kevin fucking thing away <laughs> and it will have to be called the best detectives have vagina that's the name of our next podcast <laughs> that would be so good and we would just bust like social like theories and stuff like that oh my god i would i think that that would actually be a really good one i like that one that's a good one uh what are we doing oh two strikes (laughs) two strikes and a struggle my struggle right now is it it's more abstract but it's this this whole realm where we have a bunch of people so all of all of the US is fighting over something that both sides are wrong about and both sides have right points about and my struggle first off is not going off on every liberal that I know like I know I know conservatives like I talk to I am fortunate enough for all of us black folks out there that don't have black communities to talk about this shit in I am fortunate enough or people of color I'm fortunate enough to have plenty of black men and mostly black men but black people to talk to about this um my struggle is pointing out to those who don't have a black community in how wrong it is to just blanket statement say trump supporters or anyone that doesn't support blm or anyone that doesn't support my ideas is racist and and the struggle being not that i don't know how to say it like i'm so open to saying that shit my struggle is how do i not call them fucking idiots when they come at me and say that i'm wrong because like that's that's insane the the biggest problem i have is like the same group of people that are telling me that I don't know what I'm talking about right now are the same group of people that when all of this first started, they're like, you know, I'm thinking back about a lot of conversations that we had and you're right. And this happened with my group of friends the other day where they're like, oh yeah, all these things that you said, I'm, I'm, I'm now seeing what you were saying when we we're talking. Um, but when I'm saying what I'm saying for the next part, like that, like where we're going now, they're like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> like you're fucking stupid. How are you going to tell me that I was right about what's going on now? Well, before it happened, but you're willing to just say, I don't know what I'm talking about for the future. Yeah. So my struggle is not, is not calling people out because that is not what helps people. My struggle is taking my own advice. That's what it is. It's sorry. It took me. It's not sorry. Thank you for working that all out with me while I said that. Uh, my struggle is taking my own advice because I'm so good at telling people what what sh- what will be the best outcome. Um, meanwhile, like that's me telling all my liberal friends stop deleting people just because they say something that sounds racist or because they are racist. But when my own like even when my own black friends are like, no, you're wrong. I'm just like, I just want to delete you so bad. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> and that's my struggle. Uh, taking my own advice in so many forms um strengths fucking being accurate and being so observant and i and it was something that i struggled with but 
after all that's going on, I've had so many people, like I just said, come up to me or inbox me or text me or call me and be like, yeah, you were, you're right. Like we do have a communication issue. We do have this problem. You were right about how people will, will react and how they handle it. Um, which is, it's gratifying and it's, When you're ju not justified, it's a V word, I think. Vindicated. It feels, vin I honestly feel vindicated. Like I feel liberated because for so long people were like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. And sometimes I would be like, am I wrong? Like, do I not know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, because everyone tells, tell when everyone's like, no, you don't know what you're talking about. It can feel like you don't know what you're talking about. And then when things like this happen, it's worse than knowing what you're talking about because not only was I right, but I was right about all of these shitty things that are happening. So that's not, I'm not happy. I'm not happy that I was right. On top of that, not only am I not happy that I was right, if you would have listened to me when I was first saying that, we wouldn't be in this fucking problem. Yeah. And that 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 is both a struggle and a strength, like to be accurate and honest, but to be pointing out really shitty things. Um, I'm just gonna use those two, because it, it's just such a, it's kind of two struggles and a strength, and the the struggle and strength are related. Yeah, important. Well, <clears throat> I don't have any thank yous or shout outs today, unless you do. I have, um, I mean, I have so many thank you, so many shout outs. I really want to shout out to all of you that are out there that are doing things, not just saying. I want to leave, I want actions speak louder than words. And I want that to be like the motto. That's my motto. And I would love it to be adopted by our show. But it's absolutely, it's absolutely the thing that I live by. Like, I'm so, I don't want to hear people you asked me what did I want to say about everything that's going on and I was like nothing I don't want to say anything and that yeah. mostly came from a from a I'm tired of hearing people say stuff because mm -hmm. that's not what gets anything done I want to see things happening so I want to part actually I hope that we can after all of this and me realizing how important it is that people understand actions speak louder than words I literally wrote the letters ASLTW down in hopes that maybe we can get a hashtag going and get people to get on board with this action speak louder than words movement. Cause that's, that's a bigger movement than whatever is going on right now. Yeah. People want to fucking say, they want to type and talk about what they've done or challenge me. Like I'm not doing shit like motherfucker. I've been, I'm it's me again. I'm going down a fucking tangent right now. Bring I want it. everyone to be all about what they do. Not about what they say. Your words don't mean shit. Language is actually the least effective mode of communication is what I've learned. The words that we say are the worst way to communicate. Art does better. Uh, just eye contact does better. Fucking body language does better. Our words are shit. So I don't want to hear words. I want to see action. I think it's important since we're talking about this right now. I think it's also important to... Um, I'm sure we have listeners on both ends of the spectrum, but it's important to also not <clears throat> Sorry, I'm trying not to like 
stand on a soapbox while I say this. It's not like, let's not call each other out for like, well, I didn't see you at a fucking protest or I didn't see you doing this. We don't know what people are doing behind closed doors. I know people that donate and don't post shit and I don't see them at protests and I don't see them doing whatever. And I know people that stay home and send emails and make phone calls for the cause um, that are also posting or people that are at protests. Like I've, I don't know how many protests I've been to in the last two weeks, but I can tell you that I'm not posting from the protests. I've maybe posted two pictures and like a video of musicians because um, primarily for the safety of the protesters um, and to like not reveal people's identities. But also because I, again, like I and Nathan, thank you for like, trying to push me out of the space, but I, I just try to be mindful of the space that I'm taking up um, in a fight that's not truly mine. Um, and so, you know, while it's easy to feel like you're fucking doing great because you're on, the, you have your boots on the ground and you're holding a fucking sign or you're posting on Facebook every three hours about BLM, um, check yourself and check your privilege and don't, hold yourself to or don't hold other people to a high standard when you don't know what the fuck's going on behind closed doors hopefully i I got my point across well enough without calling people assholes (laughs) i heard it i i think some people will feel offended by the part where you said check your privilege I think people, I think a lot of people are offended by the word privilege. And I, and I, let's just, let's unpack that for a second before we log off. Um, Privilege doesn't mean that you haven't worked hard for anything you have. And I think that's why so many people, white people, white men specifically are so offended by the word because they think, well, because I'm white, you think I haven't earned anything that I have. You think I haven't worked to be where I am. No, that's not what privilege means. What privilege means when we're in this area and, and this subject is that the color of your skin will never be the reason for you struggling or falling behind or not getting an opportunity or, you know, people looking the other way because of the color of your skin, the color of your skin will never be a barrier in your successes, not in the, not in our lifetime, not in your kid's lifetime and probably not in your fucking grandkids lifetime. Sorry to say it. I'm going to try to say, because I heard you, and I understand what you said, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking of it as a white dude who who may have heard that, and they heard the opposite of what you're trying to say, which is, uh, you worked hard for your stuff, mm-hmm. and never will race be the reason you don't get something. The only reason you don't get something will be because you didn't work hard enough. Whereas there are a group of people, there are so many groups of people where no matter how hard they work, oftentimes their race or their religion or their sex will be a reason that they don't get something. Mm-hmm. Not, not all, It won't always be the reason. It won't always be a reason. But it is a reason that things happen to them. Whereas their skin tone allows them to be able to work hard to get what they, what they work hard for. Right. And I didn't realize there was a difference until you were saying that because everything you said is absolutely true and makes sense. And if I'm an insecure white dude who thinks I had to work really hard to get my stuff, 
then what you're saying sounds odd, even though you're saying the exact same thing that they're saying yeah. to themselves. The, I worked hard to get here. Yeah, we get you worked hard to get here. No one's mm -hmm. saying you didn't. We're just saying that there's other people who, even when they work hard, there's an, there's an extra step that they got to jump. Mm -hmm. And we're not taking away from what you did. We're just saying that they have to do more to get to where you got to. Right. Not to and, get to where you got to, but to keep what you get. Like, even if they get yeah. to where you got, there's an extra step that they have to do to keep that stuff. To keep right. that. Right. And the color of your skin and your your gender and your um, sexual preferences, like, no, none of that is a choice. And I think that's another thing that we, we really need to acknowledge about one another, that there are certain things that are not a choice. Yeah, and they shouldn't be held against you because they're not a choice. That right. doesn't make any sense. Right. You should only be held accountable for the stupid shit that you choose. And then <laughs> apologize for it with the three A's that we just taught you, bitch. Yeah, but only apologize. Yes, for with like the three the, A's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the three A's, yeah. I was going to say only <laughs> real apologies, but the three A's are the real apologies. Boom. What was it? Acknowledge? Accountability? Hold. Acknowledgement, hold accountability... And amend. Boom. And, and that is how you apologize. And that is Boom. the end of this motherfucking episode. Um, you said we'll be here and we'll be back. I have said on that note. So how about on that note? Have I said that? I don't remember. That was the last episode. You're like, uh, we're here and uh, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note. We were here and we'll be back. Hey.